Yeah, every time I, I move forward, the chair was like, uh, no, and I'm going to complain about it. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, Average Adventuring Party podcast, where the GM was going to have more guns in the setting, but then decided that the party would shoot their eyes out. Uh, you know, I do have a gun, which I've <laughs> used to pummel people with. <laughs> you, you have a long-distance club. Yeah. I mean, you also have a pair of guns. Oh. Mm-hmm. Don't is having a gun. You had a very, a very special gun a long time ago. A very special gun a, a long time from now, a long time ago. And all, all I can hear is Kiss playing, love gun! <laughs> so, uh, let's see, where'd we leave you guys off? Well, we were we had uh, left Overlooked, went to my year, got some supplies, and... Petted some kobold puppies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some oddly... Oddly non-murderous kobold puppies. Uh, non-murderous so far. We it remains to be seen what they'll do once we start making a move for the cave entrance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys found these critters outside this uh, gigantic archway, which now that you're close enough, you can see it has all these really cool bas-relief carvings in it of dragons laying on hordes. Uh, but when you get a closer look, they're laying on hordes of eggs and not... You know, coins. Interesting. Uh, well, um, I guess was taking the well thought out plan when last we met. Uh, yeah. uh, walking past, said mm-hmm. old puppies. Yeah, you walk past them. One of them turns and watches you go. You step into the archway. Turns back around. Continues watching the horizon. <laughs> Hold up my arms, wave them around. <laughs> Take a couple steps back. <laughs> yeah. Galdrian will. Uh, I don't will, think they care. Yeah, Galdrian will look at them and say, uh, "Good boy slash girl." Good um, it. Good, they don't do good, anything. Good. Uh, kind of pat one on the head. Yeah, like when you touch it, it looks at you, but then goes back to. <clears throat> Doing what it was doing. Well, I'm glad we did not resort to murder, uh, because these do not appear to be... First of all, they don't look like the other mm-hmm. uh, the abominations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I suspect we might be looking at, uh, at exceptions here. This may be the original. I still reserve the right to regret us not murdering these if things go poorly later. But, uh, but yes... <laughs> no, we can't take them with us. I'm saying that right now. <laughs> I'm going to boop one real quick and then go down by Iacus and change back to me. Yep, you boop it. It, it boops you back and continues to watch the horizon. All right, well, I'll lead the way. When, when you look back, one of them is looking at another one and it just leans forward and like, they boop noses. <laughs> and then they just turn back to the horizon. Boop a snoot. Boop a snoot. That's too fucking cute. Let's get moving. Yes, let's, let's get going. I'm, I'm glad we chose not to do the murder thing. That again, I did not suggest. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're very Thanks proud of you. credit. To be fair, I've been spending too much time with you, Suna. <laughs> and then uh, we'll go ahead and head on into the cave and... We not die. Hopefully not. Yeah. You you go in. It is pitch black. I can see. Who wants to be lit up like a firecracker? (laughs) Cast light on Icus. 
Arcus, you, you step in. You are lighting the way. Uh, you're in what is effectively a, a foyer that has another large archway in it. Mm. When you look up, you can't see the ceiling. Okay. <clears throat> um, the the walls, <clears throat> excuse me, are fairly ornately carved, and uh, through that other archway, there is another antechamber, and then there's another archway, and beyond that's another chamber, and so on and so forth, multiple iterations down. Are we uh, are we looking at any anything in the cave, like anything moving? Um, not in your immediate area. Okay. Now, do I have any knowledge of the general setup of a dragon nesting layer den with my forgotten draconic library? Sounds like a good intelligence check. All right. Fifteen. Um, yeah, these are probably. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, these are probably antechambers that were meant to basically be kind of like waiting areas mm-hmm. um, for kobolds or visitors or things like that. Um, if it continues on. There is actually a hatchery somewhere mm-hmm. down there. Um, there's probably also some storage and at least one other exit out. Okay. I'll uh, relay this knowledge and, and say, hey, just from what I remember about dragon layers is, you know, this is the waiting area. We'll have several of those. And then once we get further in, we'll find the hatchery where the dragons are actually had. And, and then there should be a second entrance. So we just... If we're going to have a surprise, it's probably going to be later on. One of these days, you'll need to explain how you know so much about dragons. Just do. Don't y'all know this stuff? No, no. I almost became one, and I didn't even know that. Huh. Well, we'll fi- probably find that stuff that way, so let's keep going. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little too chipper there. What, uh, what languages do you guys speak? No, we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, we actually didn't do that. I can tell you what languages Galdrian spoke in the original D and D. So, who uh, who picked up that that uh, draconic primer? That random. Uh, I totally... actually, I actually have the draconic yeah. primer. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll say as you guys start moving through the the waiting rooms, these foyers, mm-hmm. uh, they get larger and larger. Mm-hmm. And you start seeing, effectively, draconic scribbles on the walls, mm-hmm. um, including at one point what looks to be a height chart, mm-hmm. like scratched into the walls, mm-hmm. and just some kind of general like doodles. And if you remember, like if you need in-game justification for it, I did say way back on the stoat that I was spending my extra time reading the primer. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, you start seeing that. You start hearing movement. Maybe three or four of these rooms up. As you pass through an archway, it kind of catches you a little off guard because standing maybe 20 or 30 feet back, kind of just like up against a wall, are those 
cobalts that you saw outside, there, there's maybe, I don't know, 15 of them here, and they're just sort of milling about. Mm-hmm. There is at least one of them that is, if you've ever seen when you do uh, deception, mm-hmm. like when you dissect a frog and you pin it, mm-hmm. pin it down and cut all its organs out, there's at least one of them that has been vivisected that way mm-hmm. and is on display and like all of its organs have been taken out and um, there are more of those those uh, draconic runes just kind of like carved into the into the walls behind it what are the runes saying uh, for those it says there's all kinds of different things but mostly like measurements mm-hmm. um, so, like, for instance, if this thing has a heart or a, um, you know, a gland sac, like, they're measuring height, width, depth, volume, um, but kind of off to the side, there's a name, or, which is to say, I guess, a noun, which is razor maw, and it's just kind of been, like, slashed through with, with a couple of claws, and uh, the last note says, uh, works best in groups. Haven't resolved instability. Extremely fragile. Limit group numbers when deploying? Question mark. Reduces incidence of chain reactions. I will tell them this and what it said and say, I think these are meant to go boom. Right. Well, uh, let's let's not get too close then. Yeah. Yeah, you look too... too What's meant to go boom? The puppies. Like... They gonna blow up? Yes. And they're more effective in large groups. Although there was a question suggesting limiting the group so there's not less of a chain reaction. So, so you're saying boom. somebody could set the three off up there and cave us in, is what you're telling me right now. It was a pretty high uh, arch. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like yeah. 50 way too high. It, it would take a lot. But there is a second entrance as well, further in. It, it hasn't been destroyed. Let's hope you're right. Yeah. Well, I am. Let's not pick any fights. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, let's uh, keep moving on. Um, go deeper into a cave. Is there a way we can, like, maybe kind of block this off like a statue or something that we can pull no. down? Okay. It is just a wide open room. Okay. All right. Uh, and actually, when you like start looking around for that and look over on the other side, there's maybe a dozen or so more on the other side. Huh. Uh, this one, however, is also kind of like the name is scratched through, but it has a little like version two notifier. Hmm. Uh, and the notes are more or less the same, still prone to uh, chain reaction. Hmm. So they were experimenting on them and making them better. These might be the precursors to the kobolds that we saw out there. It could be that they were looking into perfecting their morphability. I don't know. I'm no scientist. But I could see them making a bad explosion guy and keep trying to improve them until they got the kobolds that we fought outside. Granted, the ones we fought outside weren't all that stable either. Yeah, but you find one that eventually does what you need to do, and then you do what you got. 
Ah, I think we keep going through these and see what we can find. I want to know, though, why aren't they attacking us? Maybe they they expect us to attack them first. Or maybe, if if my idea is correct, uh, if you're trying to breed different versions, uh, you start with the non-aggressive kind, um, and then you breed aggression into them because they're having to be cut open, put down. You don't want somebody that's going to get really excited and blow up on you right away. So you want to get to the level that you want them to reach, and then you start breeding in the traits that you want from them. So living in a forest, Mm -hmm. animals die. Mm -hmm. You would think that I could kind of maybe at least guess or have an idea of how long it's been dead. Maybe not exactly or anything, but know if it's been dead... You, you walk up to that one. Go ahead and give me a wisdom check. I, I can probably check that with medicine, maybe. If she yeah, you want to assist her. I got 18. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a good laugh. That was not a good laugh. That's a corpse. <laughs> no, uh, the one thing uh, I will give you is... As you, like, move it aside, it is preserved somehow, probably magically, but there are also, for lack of a better term, uh, like, canopic jars, so clay vases. You pop one open and it just has this, like, white, foul-smelling gunk in it. You pop another one open and it is just clearly full of blood. Right. Mm. So my other question is, you said that there's a, a few of them in the room, or in the area. Yeah, so if you... That are left. Like, if you're, if you're looking down a hallway, mm-hmm. there's a big room. Okay. To your left, there's a bunch of them, and that corpse. To your right, and like up an archway, there are more of them, and another corpse. Is, are they like in a group? Huh? Or is there like one or two, and another one and two? I they, mean, I know they're all kind of They group, are all. Are they all like They lunch? are all just clustered together, standing still. Like a football huddle? Um, no, okay. like they're they're breathing, they're kind of shuffling about, but more or less they're staying in place. They're just there's a group of them. Okay. Do they look thin and emaciated? Do they look uh, like they're fed? It's hard to tell with kobolds because they're kind of thin anyway. Okay. Um, what do kobolds eat? Can we like carry them? Us. Do I have anything that maybe... I'm going to pull out a beef jerky or something and kind of wave it near one. Yeah, you walk over and wave it around, and it like it locks eyes on this beef jerky okay. stick. And it, it looks at you and looks at the stick and just doesn't take they're, it. They're like zombies. Docile. But again, that comes back to if I thought... Um, if I thought... If, if I was trying to breed the perfect weapon... That's how I would handle that. But how would, it, how would you set it off? Well, I don't think the intention is for it to necessarily explode. I think the intention is that it's used as an attack dog. Not this model, of course, but uh, but perhaps whatever the next step was, and that the chain reaction just happens to be a unpleasant side effect. They are probably pack hunters. Is probably if if. So if we were to kill one, it would explode, and the others would explode. Potentially. Potentially. 
And when I say explode, I don't necessarily mean a fiery explosion. It no. could just be... Blood and guts. Blood and guts, yes. Yeah. It could be fire, though. Well, because... let's continue into the engine chambers and see if we see version 3. Um, you don't oh. want to kill one and see what happens? No. No, um. no. I'd rather not. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because it may turn the whole horde against uh-huh. us, uh-huh. or we may just be ending a miserable creature's very uneventful life. Okay. Or it could go boom. Which is what we'd be testing, but I don't want things to go boom yet. Okay. It's an option for later. Yeah. <clears throat> On down the antechamber. Mm-hmm. So you... Am I glowing? Looking for version 3, version 4, if there are. Because yeah. I'm still red, right? Yeah, you're, still, you're still lightly glowing. Okay. You go up a few, and from somewhere up there you hear sort of... It sounds like talking... But you've heard Draconic, and it's very, like, snarly and growly. Um, but it's way, way up there. Um, but you hear this real heavy breathing. And when you get into the next antechamber, there's some slightly stockier figures, but they're standing on two legs. Mm-hmm. And they look more akin to the traditional kobolds you've seen. One of them is uh, split vertically in half. And all of his organs are cataloged. And you can see there is not, it wasn't present in the previous one, but there's just like this gigantic sack. And it has effectively like a second esophagus that goes up through the mouth. And um, the notes on the wall say uh, innate breath weapon, question mark, limited, effective. Initial encounters indicate higher efficacy rating over fire, ice, lightning, and poison. Bipedal nature inherently inferior to quadrupedal body type. Add alternative method of translocation? Question mark. And uh, there are some notes regarding this sack of uh, what looks to be kind of the way that cobalts trigger breath weapons mm-hmm. uh, regarding it being some sort of staggering breath weapon. Now, on examining that, is there a way that uh, we can see, because it's got the vivisection on there, Mm -hmm. if I were to punch the thing, can I punch it in the sack? Like, from Uh, on on a living kobold? (laughs) uh, Like, if if you were to walk up, you could... It it has a, um, like, a fused breastbone under uh-huh. scales protecting it uh-huh. so like where we have ribs yeah. theirs is, is non-sectional uh-huh. um, so you would have to punch it hard enough to break a sternum to get to it okay noted um, and it's that way from the back as well like uh-huh. their their entire rib structure is solid okay but inside that you know it's got lungs and stomach and all the usual bits so if you're stabbing on the stab in the stomach and stab up that should pierce the sack. The ones that are uh, that are ambulating, are they uh, noticing us mm-hmm. and just not doing anything? Not doing anything. Say something in Draconic to them, Mr. Draconic Primer. Can I try? <laughs> I, I've forgotten all the Draconic I knew because I've it wasn't mine. mine too. Can, can I... See if I know Draconic. I mean, I can yes, you, you can use the primer too. Okay. Uh, more or less speak to them. Sit. 
Uh, we'll say like ten, ten pairs of eyes turn and look at you. Uh-huh. Uh, nobody does anything, but they're paying attention to you. Please sit down. Or snarl, snarl, growl, growl. <laughs> I, I, I there, there is no word for please in Draconic. Huh. There, there, but there are 37 ways of saying or else. <laughs> or else. <laughs> uh, no. they. Okay. I mean, they're still you know, paying attention to you, but none of them like leave the side of their room they're on. And when you stop talking to them after a minute or so, they just stop paying attention to you. Okay. Right, let's keep moving. I have a feeling we are see, witnessing the... Birth of the kobolds. Birth of the ones that have been attacking, so... We should be prepared in case the ones further in are not as docile. Uh-huh. The mean elves uh-huh. would be calling would would add them to their zoo. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, continuing on. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, get to effectively the end of these uh, I will say before we go on, like, hey, I think I hear uh, speech on down the hallway, so move quietly, keep our voices down, and keep an eye out because I heard heavy breathing. I guess you're lit up like a star. So maybe you should be in the back. Nah, that's fine. We could see from the glow if you're back there, and it would be not as bright out in front. Y'all's choice. I'm just pointing uh, out, you can be as stealthy as you want, but uh-huh. you are lit up. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm okay with going first, because at least some type of damage would hurt them if they hit me first. Be as loud as you want. It's fine, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go. Yeah, yeah so, like I said, the, the hallways have been very ornately carved. They've worn down with age and mm-hmm. use, but when you get to the end, there are there have kind of been these little, like, bas-reliefs of <laughs> eggs and dragons, like tiny little dragons hopping from egg to egg. And when you get to the end, there's a gigantic one of a dragon in a pool. We'll say going left. There's um, one of a dragon soaring through the air and the archway going straight. And then to the right, there are uh, just piles of eggs with a dragon sitting on them. And the voice is coming from that one. What color of dragon? It's just carved out of stone. It's not colored. Do we hear the voice? Yes. Um, You would have to guess, uh, based on facial features, it's probably more red or white dragon than anything. So, uh, it it looks like it's coming from the other side of the bas relief, or just down that hall. Yeah, so to the left, there's a hallway leading off. To straight, there's a hallway, and then to the right, there is a hallway, and the voice is coming. There's a singular voice coming from that way. Well, the sound of it, it's like hatchery, exit, pool. So I, I could meditate and and ask my god for, or the druids, for mm-hmm. assistance, or maybe see if I can get a feel for what's... It would be good to know if there's something really big. Yeah. I also, I think we should check out the pool first. I don't know why. It's just a gut feeling. It might be nothing. The pool first? 
Where yeah. the voice is coming from? No, the no. voices are coming from the hatchery. The voices yeah. are coming from the hatchery. Let's check out the pool then. Um, you want to do that before I meditate? No, no, no. You <laughs> meditate first. So, like, while you're meditating, this is okay. We're talking. So I'm meditating. Mm-hmm. I'm using my cloak effect. Okay. So give me a second, though. I was hoping y'all would keep talking, yeah. <laughs> so I can okay. ask a question, yeah. come up with a question. So, um, um, so you can leave Suna in the hallway and. No. Let's not do that. Go back to an explosion. For me, what I think it is, I think the the dragon flying would probably be the exit. Mm -hmm. Um, The pool, I I have no idea what the pool might be. It might just be a pool. Might be. Swimming's fun. Might be, but it, I mean... Whatever the species, birth is always uh, something difficult. So it could be a healing pool. It could be just a normal pool. I don't. I don't know, but I feel like there might be some significance over there. Um, well, it would be good to know uh, how many creatures are in each hmm. vicinity or in each direction yeah. and the size of them. Well, and we know that um, at least from the one direction. There's something there, and I'd rather deal with the unknowns over the known, or deal with the known, yeah, the unknowns over the known, so we... The gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> Those bastards are back again. These aren't cool, they're just very lanky gnomes. <laughs> okay. So, I guess I'm going to meditate and try to to ask the druids. So this is not your druids. This is your cloak. I know, but it just says you may ask the GM, and I'm trying to be a little bit more in character, because you're not in day game. So yeah. I'm asking somebody. Something. You're asking yeah, your god. <laughs> no, no, if you recall, it is you meditating on the cloak and your spirit roaming the area. Oh, no, I did not remember that. That's yes. cool. Oh, that's even better. Ooh! I'm going to Just going to put her powder in the worst direction. <laughs> I can murder people from a distance. But I, I can only ask you one yes or no question. Well, so. figure out what that question is. I know. Um, so I'm going to ask, what kind, um, I can't say what kind. It's got to be yes or no. I'm not good with yes or no. Um, is there, I would, I would. All right, so what question did you want to ask? I was going to ask what kind of nature type objects do I feel like grass more towards that way air more towards that way what kind of nature am I feeling so towards if you're the pool? gonna put that as a yes or no it's so, is there is there more is there a lot of water towards the tunnel along because it's a pool it's gonna be water so that's gonna be a yes oh maybe um, ask <laughs> maybe ask something related to the creature size like is there a Size large creature. Are the inhabitants that are over in the nesting area the only inhabitants in either of the three tunnels? Not including the voice, because we know about the voice. So you're asking... If there's other inhabitants the, in the other tunnels, not okay. just those. So, so a clear way to have asked Sorry. that was... Are, I was coming up with it on the fly. <laughs> are, are there creatures in each of these tunnels? Yes. Okay. You 
contemplate while you're were you guys walking towards the We're we're standing guard over okay. her. Like we're waiting for her. So so Suna drops drops to her, her butt, crosses her legs, pulls the cloak over oh. pulls the cloak over her face, uh, and a, a minute or so later comes back in that I assume you mean creatures of like y'all size or bigger. Correct. Not just like beasts and Correct. animals and stuff. Yeah. Uh, there are only creatures down the way with the eggs. So it seems to be that the other two ways are empty. Or at least of beings. Okay. Alright, let's check out that pool. It still won't hurt to check it out. just means that there's no beings to foil us. Okay. <laughs> Automatons. <laughs> Go! <laughs> You fools. <laughs> a bunch of dragons. Right. So we'll we'll head to the pool room first. Yep. You walk probably about half a mile, um, and you empty out into this very large. It's probably a mile or so across, and it has different pools of of varying shapes <laughs> and sizes, and each one is basically stood guard over by a gigantic stone dragon statue. Um, you know, some of them are 30, 40 feet tall. Some of them are 200 feet tall. But within the pools, so uh, let's say one of them is, is rectangular. Imagine like a swimming pool. On uh, It tears down, and it has gradually narrowing gradually narrowing width of stairs. So like the largest tier has stairs that are maybe 30 feet across and it goes down and then there's a tier and then, you know, the next one are like 25 feet across and then 20 and all the way down to like the last tier of the pool would be three, four, five foot deep. Mm -hmm. And it has a set of steps that you could, uh, you could climb down easily. And then there are, these jagged irregularities. You kind of walk around one of the pools a little bit and you can see they are just claw marks, but not like something has clawed into the stone. But imagine if you were a, a people, like a handprint, mm -hmm. right? They are the shape of dragon claws and they are directly underneath. There's one set of varying, gradually smaller sizes all the way down to the lo the last pool, uh, directly in front of that dragon statue. Can I make anything of it with my knowledge? Um, I mean, it's clearly a pool of some kind. Yeah, but what function would something like this serve? Um, if you had to guess, probably accommodating various sizes of dragons. You got the kids' pool, you got the grown-ups' pool. But it's it's all one point. You got the kids section and the grown up section. You got the shallow end and the deep end. Accept uh -huh. it. I'm gonna look at the statues a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Are they, I mean, different mm -hmm. dragons on each one? Oh yeah. Have I heard about any of them? No. No, I mean there's there's um, mostly red dragons, like the same facial structure as what you've seen, right on kobolds and what you remember from red dragons. Um, but they are, like I said, various sizes and shapes. And, and you know, is there any like little plaques 
under them? I mean, I can't read them, but are there any no, little writing? Or? You're, you are um, small enough that you can basically like look up at the, you know, the base of the statue and look straight up. And where the thing's mouth is, like there's clearly a pipe jutting out on the inside. So uh, hot springs or something. I don't know. Where they all bathe, maybe? The dragon's bathe? Bath? Does it look like the water would come out of those pipes or some other? That's yeah. probably a fair assessment. Yeah. If looking, are, there's no, is there any liquid whatsoever right now? Mm-hmm. So looking at the ground, does it look like it would have just been liquid? Like there's no sign of like scorching or anything like that? Or mm-hmm. So can I turn into a raven and fly up to one of the... Not the 200 foot one, but you know, kind of one of the higher ones and kind of look down. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want an overhead shot. Sure. Do I see anything weird or. I mean, this is all weird. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. But so, very. Is there any. Yeah, so very clearly, like, if you think about the few times you've gone to somewhere that's had running, like, indoor plumbing, right? If you think of like a modern real-world sink, how it's got two knobs on it. Mm-hmm. So, like, imagine those claw marks at basically that width apart. And they're, like, super-duper gigantic, really big, slightly smaller, 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 down until they're, like, Suna could probably, in the smallest pool, like, put her hands on both. But they're not set up in a weird shape? They don't make a weird shape or anything like that? Mm-mm. Okay. Nothing. Is there? Is it just like an indentation? There's no. If I put my hand in one, there's no give or anything to it. Um, so if you go to like the largest one um, up top without like crawling down, if you put your whole body weight on it, nothing happens. Okay. What if I stand beside him? <laughs> nothing happens. And then if I go to the one where the indentations would be about the size of my hands. So there's this like huge rumbling underneath your your feet after about 10 seconds just a very like to you high pressured but relatively small stream of water starts coming out of that dragon's mouth and it, it hits the top tier of the pool and starts slowly filling up down to your level and as it does the room is beginning to kind of fill with steam and the smell of sulfur bathhouse Right, the dragon okay. bathhouse. Yeah. I'm gonna fly down at the opening and anything, be like, okay. Anything, so. Anything special about the water that I can tell? I mean, if you, like, if you're standing in place, it you know at those indentations, when the water comes down, it will hit you directly on. But if you kind of just step out of the way and let it run past you, it's, you know, sulfurous. It's very hot. Is it dangerously hot for a uh, no. elf? Okay. Like, prolonged exposure would probably be bad. Yeah. But it's sauna temperature. How long have we been in here? Like, in the cave completely? Like, in the cave completely? Maybe yeah. 10 or 15 minutes. Okay. So I'm, I'm ju- judging how long he's still going. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's like I said, it's about half a mile up that cave, but I assumed once you guys got past those interior uh, rooms, you started hustling. You know. Yeah. Right. So, what if the fly... Okay, since this is a bathhouse, I think I disagree with your... The other one is an exit. 
What if it is just an open room to teach them how to fly? That's still an exit. I mean, not an exit for us. Could be. Right. Well, uh, we should probably go ahead and check the voices. Check the voices now. And if I pull out the two stones, Mm -hmm. is it real? Is the dot in a different direction than it was before? No. Still to the northeast? Or it's still... It, it, it's it's a static, was it's it. a static map. Like it has yeah, no static map. Okay. It has no. So we are very close to that dot. I mean, it doesn't have a. Oh, but, here. But if I had to. If you had to guess, yeah. Right. Uh, we should expect to see Mardiana ahead. So. Or a Mardiana. <laughs> let's let's be careful and have our wits about us. We don't know what we're going into. Having our wits about us, there's a first time for everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, that statue had me. So are you said you were still in the volcano? Can you relight me just to make sure? Or you switched yeah. over to cave? I can tap you all day. Just that way it doesn't... Uh... I can tap you all day long. <laughs> oh. Because you, said, so you could, meditate... said you could see in the dark. Make it? I thought I had... You, you, didn't I have something? That yes, I if you're in a cave. You get oh. You, you have to meditate yes. on tremor okay. sense. Yes. Okay. So I switched over to cave. So there are... Uh, you know, it's it's a pretty long walk back up the mm-hmm. up the the hallway. You pass that junction, and as you get closer to that voice, you can actually start uh, hearing it talk in draconic. Um, it appears to be arguing with something, but it's speaking very very fast. Mm-hmm. And is there any movement going on that I can feel? Yes, um, we'll say. At uh, at one point you you feel the the presence of some living creatures, and when you look at the doorway, there is just like a gigantic like each eye is like this you know eight ten inches wide, and it's set into a cobalt face and it is just leaned around the 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 corner and it's just watching you. And the minute it sees you, it, it blinks like really rapidly. It's like blink, 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 and then it just takes off. I want to try and catch it. Okay. I think we've been mm-hmm. found. All right, I'm going after the eye. Going. Okay. Bright oh, yeah. light. Keep an eye. <laughs> yeah, I, I just leave you guys in the dark. <laughs> I mean, Running I, after I, him. I can pick I mean, up a rock and cast light on it too. Well. I can perceive my surroundings, so I should be able to at least tell if we're about to run into something, right? Yes. There are all kinds of creatures around the corner. Uh, I just rounds the corner, and in time to see um, a kobold that's probably about three feet high, and it has really big, like, buff arms uh, with big, (laughs) big hands, but it has a very skinny kobold-like body. It has, you know, the standard, like, alligator guard type Uh snout. But it does have gigantic eyes. Um, you see it basically dive into a pile of creatures. They're kind of the same scale pattern as cobalt, but these are super beefy uh-huh. um, on the front end. Like, so think of um, a pit bull, uh-huh. how it has just like a massive chest and a, a much skinnier rear end. That's how these are. It has a series of tentacles coming out of the back of its head, including 
one large one that runs all the way down its spine and kind of drags along like a tail. Um, it doesn't have eyes. It just sort of has these armor plates across its face. Uh-huh. And uh, like that armor covers its face, the top of its head, its shoulders, its neck. And then it just has this maw that's sticking out. Uh, and that big-eyed creature just dives into a pile of maybe six or eight of them. Nope, nope. I'd like one. to grab my two... Uh, Things of oil and crash them on the floor in front of them. Okay. Just make a little grease trap. Okay. You just gotta slide into them. Yeah, pretty much. So, Ayakas, you throw these down, greases the floor, and those things kind of look up at you. They're not hostile. And then go back to laying around. I wasn't gonna take a chance. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, nope, do not want, do not want. Alright, so let's keep, keep moving. Uh, I think these are just as not interested in aggression. They may defend themselves if provoked, but I think we can... Each one of those, now that you you guys can see them, they're probably larger than Iacus end-to-end. Uh-huh. Right, let's so. not tangle with these. Yeah, that's fine. Why do you think I wanted to make them slip? <laughs> right. But we don't notice anything that could have been talking so far? No, you, you still hear that voice. Okay. Okay. Up. Um, you notice that there's kind of very similarly to the previous rooms, there's not one uh, vivisected, but there are all kinds of notes and drawings of them just like scratched into the rock. Mm-hmm. The room has the, the noun frenzy on them, and it is not scratched through. The note says, more stable, initially, less controllable. High mobility and agility, burns out too quickly, though. Can cause itself great harm by continuing to operate at or beyond peak efficiency. Has promise. I will relay said information. I'm not looking forward to the final form. That may or may not have already met. Maybe. How Let's big are these are these scratches? That the conic scratches. Uh, the notes. They're probably. I don't know. Inch and a half, two inches. So we're not we're not looking at something massive that created them. We're looking at something rope big. Yeah, like if Suna stood on the the ground like flat footed and reached her arm up as high as it could possibly go, that's probably about as high as the notes. So it's bigger than than us, most likely, but not... I'm just someone who acts to write very big. Yeah, let's, let's keep moving. Mm-hmm. And well, every time we run into one of these sets of notes and the sections and stuff, I'm just going like, to put in her notebook. Okay. Um, does it, as we're looking at the notes, does it talk about any weaknesses other than potentially burning itself out? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you get like a good idea of how thick that scale plating is on the front of it, and attacking these things head-on is, yeah. like, unless you had a siege weapon, you're probably not going to crack into them. Okay. Um, you do see, however, in one of the drawings, so right now, imagine that, that long, so they have the tentacles coming out of the, the back of their head, um, and then it has that one long, thick one that could be a tail. Mm-hmm. There is a drawing of that, 
So imagine it curled. Well, so right now, all of them, it is like laying down between their legs like a, a dog's tail. Mm-hmm. Um, the One of the pictures that is carved into the wall has that. And then another one has the tail like up over its back like a scorpion. And the end of it is split open. And there are just spikes on the inside. I don't like that picture. Yeah, no, nope. not at all. Zero of ten would not do again. So... Uh, there's also a, a note that says had to relocate mouth due to scale plating, perhaps not optimal location, and it points to you know, no. that one with its tail. tail. Hmm. Nope. nope. So, if we're going to continue heading on towards the voices, and I can sense the tremors... Is it a a tremor, like a constant tremor that maybe they're pacing or walking around, or is it a big tremor and then nothing and then a big tremor? So what you get? What kind of tremor is it? From from those frenzies, you they're kind of just like milling around, looking around, laying around, and there's something that's scrabbling back in that pile, and every now and then you'll just see these two gigantic eyeballs like peek over the top of the pile, see that you're still there, and then duck back down. From down the hallway, there is something larger than that. Uh, There is something else larger than that. And then there are... Let's see. Two, three, four, five, six, seven things moving about, one of which is pacing back and forth. I want to go back to the one that keeps on peeking at us for a moment. He's the only one who reacted to us. So why don't you try saying something to him? Yeah. Uh, Uh, You. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's why I want to go back to him. I'll go to the pile. Mm -hmm. You pick your way over the grease. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Carefully. Um, Yeah, this... Uh, this gigantic luminous eye just peeks out. How are you? It kind of, you know, does that thing where it squares its body away behind one of these other creatures. It keeps looking at you. I'm not going to attack you. Do you have food? Wait, I have food. Are you? Are you food? <laughs> reach through my pack and find some rations or something and see if I can lure it out of the pile E.T. style, lay one down, mm-hmm. lay another one down. Um, it does come out a little bit, mm-hmm. but it doesn't take any food. Mm-hmm. And you can see that it, too, is mostly red, but it has those different colored patches on it. Uh-huh. Um, and it just watches you. Can you speak? It just watches you. Hold out a hand non-threateningly. It blinks at you. Right. Uh, I hate to interrupt this riveting conversation, but we should get moving. Uh-huh. Time is of the essence. It is. It is. Touch it. Touch it. See what happens. Just, just no. Boop it. See what it, it, it gets. So bad, just boop it. No. no. See what happens. 
No. Okay. <sighs> Sorry, I guy. I wish you could have spoken. It watches you guys go down the hallway. Yeah, as as basically it keeps a, a 30 foot gap between it and you. Uh-huh. So as you walk forward, it walks forward behind you. Uh-huh. If you stop, it stops. If you move back, it moves back. Okay. It's just keeping an eye on you. Uh, Suna, as you're walking down the hallway, um, up to your left, there's something moving. Like you get the sense of, uh, let's say, you know, from here to there. Uh, there's something, but you are literally looking at nothing. So, guys, stop. Stop. Stop moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the end of the hallway, there's a very well-lit room. Uh, like, extremely well-lit. Um, and you can see there is, every now and then, there will be a kobold that walks back and forth. Um, he appears to be just yelling at nothing. And, you know, he'll like stop, yell, point, and then you'll see another cobalt run by. And then he'll stop and start yelling at something and then start muttering to himself. But hasn't noticed us yet. No. Because we stopped. He's, yeah, he's a ways away, but. Something is moving. Something is moving directly, like five feet up the passageway to your left. But you cannot moving see. Moving towards us or just kind of moving? No, just kind of like. Just kind of moving around. Yeah. So, and there was about, I felt about seven? There's about seven. One in front of you. There's one more somewhere up there, and then there's seven. Yeah, five, six, seven, something like that in there. Okay. So, guys, there's there's like two, one really close moving around over there somewhere, another one over here somewhere, and then. A bunch in there. Camouflage, perhaps. So, I have a feeling we take about ten more feet, and we'll be right next to the one moving right in here. Right. Uh, Do we take the chance and just try to move around it? Yeah, I think so, at this point. Uh, But considering we can't see it, how do we move around it? You can sense it. Yeah, you can sense it. Yeah, it's staying on, like, the left side of the passageway. It might cast a shadow. Or it might leave an indentation in the ground when it walks, depending on how soft it is. Imagine it's stone. It is stone. Stone, then we won't... We might hear it step if it moves, but... Let's stick to the right side of the hallway and mm-hmm. and keep moving. And then there's another one on the right side, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit further up. A little bit further up. And yeah. you can perhaps sense if it makes a move towards us. Okay. I'm going to be paying attention for movements, especially the one closest as we walk around, and then that one. Yeah. So, do I understand what the kobold's yelling? Uh, yeah. What's he's, he saying? He's ordering directions. Like, pick that up. No, not that. That. Yes, put it over there. No, not there. There. You shut up. It's just okay. alternating between giving giving instructions and yelling at something. Fair As As you guys, uh, Suna tells you, like, there's something right there. 
You have a light, Ardeth? Yeah, I have a rock that's lit up in here. I am a light. I guess is a light. We can turn that off, by the way, because I think we can see now. Um, I'm going to leave it on. As as you guys pass the spot where Suna tells you there is something, there is no shadow cast on the wall. There's no, um, no, like, indentation. So, since you said it sounds like he's giving orders and the things are picking stuff up and no, not this one... Does it sound like glass or like a clanking? I mean, metal? What is it? The other sounds? Oh, um, it depends. Like, sometimes you hear rock, sometimes you hear glass. Okay. Um, but we do hear other sounds. Yes. It's not like they're picking up, you know, that's, that wouldn't make a noise type thing. I mean, if they are, you're not. Mm-hmm. I just make sure we are hearing other sounds, though. As we walk by the thing that's supposedly invisible... Galgrin's going to carefully reach out, uh, probably reach out with the end of his bow mm-hmm. and just kind of nudge it a little bit. So you just take your bow and like oh. sweep it through the space? Just, just, re- just real real gentle, not not enough to like... You're not swatting at anything. I'm not just, swatting, I'm just, not being aggressive, I'm just kind of like... Tap, tap. Prodding a little bit, like nudge. Yeah. It, so, so Suna, when Galdrin goes to do that, that thing starts moving, and it is avoiding Galdrian. Like, it takes two steps to the left. So, it feels like it's moving away from you. Start moving it back the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Once, so, it, once it looks like it's getting away, uh, or it's, once it seems like it's gotten back, it'll rejoin the others and continue forward. Yeah, you go, you go back up the hallway a little bit, and sooner you can feel that thing walking. And then you can feel the little the little guy with the big eyes. He also shuffles back. Um, and then eventually Galdrin comes back. It seemed to be avoiding, like actively avoiding him. So it's, it might not... It's either really patient or it is, uh, it is just trying to avoid us. I was thinking it's more not going to let itself be known until we do something. Well, we don't necessarily need to do anything hostile, but... Uh, <laughs> but we're going to. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that is our modus operandi. As you guys pass by that, there's another one of those rooms with notes scrawled on it, but effectively, like, height, weight, dimension, all of that is just question mark, like, unknown. Um... There's a, th- a note that says needs appropriate designation, and then the the one actual research note says uh, no operational data needs testing. Basically, they lost it. Yeah. Well. That's so. Let's, let's keep walking. Just loud and proud, walk up into this room. That's how we've done everything else. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if we just want to send one of us in first and have the others kind of, you know, back towards the back watching. I hear what you say. I'm walking in. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to around the corner. Uh, yeah, I mean, do, do something a little slower. Maybe with one of us. So they're surprised by one of us. And then the rest of us can come. Like, don't, like, walk in the middle of the room, but, like, kind of. Towards the edge of the doorway and kind of peek around. <laughs> Turn into it quietly. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Resume. <laughs> so, so, this is just a suggestion. We could all just line up and walk up in there, but... Fine, I'll turn my line off and stick my head around the corner instead of my full body. I'm just saying. Yeah, man. To our advantage, if they don't know our numbers, that has always worked for me. Make them think there's more Your of me Your number has always been is. one. But I always make them think there's oh, more of okay. me. Her number's always been murder. <laughs> yeah, true. Mean, <laughs> Weird number murder. <laughs> We're gonna make murder louder. <laughs> I didn't hear that one on Lazy Town. Um, yeah, so it's it's a straight shot up this hallway. Um, you still feel those creatures behind you. Um, going in, there's maybe a 30 or 40 foot gap from where that archway is to where there are these stone statues that are massive. Like, they may as well be rooms unto themselves, and then beyond that is where it's all lit up. And you can clearly see there is uh, effectively a, if there is a normal kobold, he looks normal. He has those splotches that the, the other creatures had. Uh, following him, there's, well, for starters, that, like, the minute you guys kind of step into the room, the thing with the big eyes just runs right past you and, like, makes a huge circle and goes around you into that room. So, Attack of opportunity! <laughs> so, so there's that guy. Mm. Um, there's... So I guess he's going to alert him no matter what. There's a, effectively, like, a train of kobolds question mark that are either following this kobold or sitting still and just like swiveling <laughs> in place as he's pacing back and forth and doing things there's the the one with the eyes who hops up on a table and just like starts blinking at you guys like blink 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 watching you big white eyes um, there's one that's kind of standing in place and is just swiveling as as that kobold walks he's got Six legs and four arms, like four large beefy arms. There's one. Gonna that, be fun to fight. If we have to. There's one that's sitting on a uh, sitting on a table, and he's got a small uh, cloud above his head, and it is actively snowing on him. There's one that is, think like a. A gargoyle, right? Like that gargoyle pose with the wings and all, and it's perched on the edge of a table. And at first, you think it's how do I want to put it? Like it's blurry. You've seen magical, magical interference that makes things hard to see, hard to look at. But then you realize like it is just vibrating in place, and it's got a satchel around its its shoulders that is just full of stone tablets. And as that that one kobold is just pacing back and forth, yelling stuff, you can see him just like scrawling, scrawling with his claw, almost like a, if you've ever seen a seismograph needle, uh-huh. how it just stays in place and scrawls things. And as soon as it finishes one, it sets it down, pulls out another stone tablet, and is just listening to him, and it's, it's scrawling. And then there's a very, so you've seen like a, a wooden water barrel or a whiskey barrel, it's a very fat kobold that doesn't doesn't appear to have wings, but it does have two heads that are just kind of like one is curled back on itself. Like if you've ever seen a swan, 
uh, curl its neck back, and then the other head is like curled back and resting on top of that. And every now and then one of its eyes will open, and it'll follow that cobalt who's talking. And when it sees it's not doing anything, it'll just close its eyes. And he continues walking back and forth, and at one point you see him pluck a scale, just like out of his stomach, and hold it up, and it starts glowing, and he's focusing on it, and it starts expanding into what looks like an organ. And he holds it up in, in Draconic. You hear him go, ah, imperfect, terrible, worthless, and he just throws it down on the ground, and it just... <laughs> at which point that uh, that two-headed, two-headed kobold, one of them, like, cranes its head, and goes... <gasps> and it just spits out this stream of steaming water which washes that organ off to the side and then it curls its head back and closes its eyes again at which point you know that that uh, pacing kobold walks over to to the twitchy guy grabs the stone tablet and just like breaks it in half throws it on the ground must start over must start over imperfect and he goes and paces like off into the into the shadows past the lights. You can still hear him muttering. So what's he getting mad about? Um yeah, he's uh you saw the organ and all that jazz, so he seems to be mad that it was not perfect. Um I mean, it so, looked like a pretty good organ to me. Yeah, well. Uh, seems like he's the progenitor or the uh, mad scientist that's creating these kobolds. Of his own <sighs> scales. Yeah. Wonder if uh, he wonder if he knows what's being done with his creations, or if he's just, or if he's uh, actually involved in it. After a few seconds, you see another kobold come out of the uh, out of the shadows, and it just kind of like grabs the remains of that organ that have been washed off the side. Its mouth lights up, and it just, when it opens its mouth, like a three-foot flame jets out of it, and it just takes the organ and tosses it in, and closes its mouth, and it just begins glowing brightly. And then after a couple of seconds, it dies down. Right. Uh, Do we want to try to talk to him? Oh, I mean, this is going to get real ugly real fast one way or the other, so... Is there any sign of Mardiana? Say what? Any sign of Mardiana? Not that I have seen, no. Um, well, maybe we can bypass yeah. the uh, the general assembly since he's walked off into the darkness and try and get him by himself. Do I feel anything more the way he walked? No. No? There's not, not like, like extra you can, feeling? No, you can feel him walking, and those things that you couldn't see are somewhere behind you. Yeah. Right. Let's, let's go into the shadows then. Okay. I will put my light out. You've been watching. You've been waiting in the shadows. <laughs> now I'm gonna grab my sunglasses. <laughs> That's actually a spell. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. Chew cobalt gum. <laughs> so I take it we're gonna walk around the edge in the shadows? Yeah. Towards him? I, I'm gonna try and sneak towards him. <laughs> oh, you're serious. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm gonna attack him. I just I'm trying to bypass the everything. 
Don't hear shit in this room. Yeah, you can you can walk around this area. Um, Sticking close to the walls and the shadows. Yeah, like this room must extend on miles, like past where he's at. It looks like literally he rounded the statues and then set up in the first convenient area. Uh And as uh, you know, Suna kind of gets a feel for things. He starts coming back. I mean, you guys are hidden in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Stop, 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 stop. He's coming back. Uh, well, if we want to talk to him, do we want to step out and talk to him? Uh, do we want all of us to step out and talk to him? I'll step out and talk to him. I know I'm the one who can talk to him. We know you can. You will. <laughs> it wasn't going to be you, it was going to be him. Yeah. Well, can anyone understand him? No. No. Okay. Then stay hidden and be ready to attack. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, ex- excuse me. Yep. Yeah. So as he's coming back, he's got um, some other stone tablets. Uh-huh. And it looks like he has like these blood spots on him because he has plucked scales out. Uh-huh. As he goes to walk by you and you say, excuse me, he just holds up a claw, and then just walks right past you. (laughs) Excuse me, you're bleeding. He walks over to the group, drops off the stone tablets. Yes, okay. Second revision. Less gas. No, more gas. Less surface air. No. External ignition? Mmm, external ignition, yeah. Uh, at which point he takes one of those scales and starts shaping it again. And his uh, his winged friend, you know, like, takes a perch closer to him and starts jotting down some notes. Um, guys, uh, he's, uh, he's ignoring me. He's busy. I'm not, I'm not used to people ignoring me. I mean, I could throw a rock at his head. Uh, that's not yet. Um, I'll be right back. <laughs> Tap him. <laughs> Tap him on the shoulder. Excuse me. Oh, God, this feels so dangerous. He, he holds up a claw. In process. I'm gonna, I'll do something real dumb. I'm going to pull out my potion of healing and say, Excuse me. You're bleeding. Uh, uh, like, takes the, the organ in his hand that he's working on, holds his hand out, and that uh, that really big guy kind of just ambles over and grabs a hold of it. And he takes the potion out of your hand. Inferior. Weak. And he just drops it and it shatters. <laughs> and then he holds his hand back out and that, that guy... Hands him back that organ, which he begins shaping. Look back to them and be like, what the fuck? You, have, have you spoken to anyone with a huge ego and to with their head after <laughs> Actually, no, the no, no, I have not. Usually I'm punching the people with a huge ego and deflating it. He holds up a, uh, holds up that organ, and it has now expanded quite a bit. And it looks like that gas sack mm-hmm. that, that you saw, and he squeezes it. And you can stay out of 
the general area, but like you get this real strong whiff of something, mm-hmm. and your nose begins to go numb. Mm-hmm. At which point he like flicks a finger, and this small little fireball appears in his hand. And when he squeezes it, it just goes whoosh, and lets out this huge gust of fire. Impressive. He kind of like nods, turns to the the wingy fellow, and says. Uh, we're going to keep the external ignition source is much more efficient. Side note, create another one capable of externally igniting. Uh, uh, Although, pardon me, sir. That defeats the purpose if requires two units. Hmm. And he just takes the organ and drops it right in front of that the little furnace guy who picks it up and throws it in his mouth, and it glows brightly, and then it's consumed. Do, do you speak common? He turns around and looks at you. Interloper. Yes, yes, interloper. He walks around you and is kind of just, like, poking you in various places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at one point he... Oh, gra- hey, hey, not, not to tell. He, he grabs your coat and lifts it up. It's ineffective armor. And just, like, lifts it up to see... You know, what's under it hey, po- pokes hey, you in hey. the ribs. Not just a side of beef for you to inspect. Mm, subject too talkative. Make a note to remove tongue. Count <laughs> You walked into that. Uh, Galvin's getting ready to step out just in yeah. case things take a turn. Yeah. Um, I see you're creating more kobolds. Dislike that designation is not accurate. What would what do you how should I designate them? You should not. They are not yours. How should I call them? You should not. At which point he just turns around and grabs one of the scales. Mm-hmm. Says, Perhaps I need to clear my mind. And then he looks over at one of the walls where there's nobody. He says, Yes, you're correct as always. I should clear my mind. Work on a new project. I know. Yes, I know. And he starts shaping one of those scales into um, what looks like a gigantic talon, way bigger than what would fit on any of his creatures thus far. Um, and by the time he's done, like it's so big that the big guy has to carry it while he shapes it. Uh, I'm going to come walking away from the wall. And I'm going to have one of my acorns and just kind of tossing it up and down and, and see if I can get his attention of, uh, of um, more cocoa puffs. <laughs> maybe I can be his clean slate. Come look at me. Type. Look. I excel at one thing. Do I at least get his attention? Yeah, when when you walk in, he stops what he's doing. Because I imagine I'm glowing a little bit with the red and... Yeah, you you walk up to him, you know, with acorn in your hand, and he stops what he's doing. Ah, interruptions, interlopers! And he's, no, no. I'm your fresh idea. Yeah, he, he looks over just to a space where there's nobody. Yes, you are correct. We must consider all options at this point. 
and he just stops what he's doing, walks over to you, and kind of, like, pokes one of your ears. Hmm, enhanced hearing. Yes, good, good. Yes. Like, hooks just a finger in your nose. And Wait, lifts, hey, hey, lifts hey, up. hey. Hmm, enhanced scent. Excellent, excellent. Good scout unit. Okay. He walks around you and at one point just, like, grabs your tail and lifts it hey, up. Hey, hey. I used hmm. to have nine of them. Means of translocation inefficient. Needs more legs. No. <laughs> so then while he's looking at me, I'm going to turn into a raven and fly like right at eye level. Uh, when you do that, he goes, no! <laughs> inefficient! Right. Uh, is, is, is the dagger vibrating at all by any chance? Yes. <laughs> Can I punch him now? I want to punch him so bad. Well, uh, well Damien. He, he, uh, <laughs> is basically just like screaming obscenities at, at, at Suna as she's flying around. Um, at which point he stops and turns. Ah, more interlopers. Why? And El Damien, uh, I don't, I don't think you want this one. The, the dagger is just like vibrating in its sheath, and he eyes on the prize. Eyes on the prize. Look at me. Look, look at me. Eyes on the prize. But he might be able to take over and be somebody else rather than the crazy. Uh, that could just be a vessel. The uh, the cobalt comes just marching up to the two of you, and just pokes you both right in the ribs at the same time. Explain your presence. Is he talking in common? Yes. He's getting uh, swept away. <laughs> we are looking for a woman. Uh, hair fiery. Hair. Or where I have hair, she has fire. He walks, like, he stands on his tippy toes and reaches up and, like, taps you on the forehead. And his hair. Yes, very tactile. And then he reaches up and just, like, grabs a lock of Galgrid's <laughs> hair and goes, Hair. Uh, yes, it is. Did I... Hair it, inefficient. Uh, and he just lets you go. Uh, yes. Uh, Self-regulatory, better. Need I'm scales. Gonna, I'm going to come back and land, land on his shoulder. He just goes into all-out flail mode. <laughs> I don't and, think he likes okay, being pushed. I'm going to fly up. Well, that's one same thing he's, he's done. And he points at Suna. And says, wings! Yes, wings! <laughs> are you, uh, are you, uh, keeping a woman, a humanoid woman like, like the two of us, and realizing that Ardith and I are the only ones that are, <laughs> that are, uh, well, uh, human ish, <laughs> and, uh, is there one chained to a wall anywhere? He looks around. Looks in all directions. Looks up. I'm guessing that's a no. Are there more of you? <laughs> well, there is something moving within the walls. Within the walls? No. No. Cool. Although, burrowing through rock wouldn't expect it. 
Capable of surprise. Maybe. What is your name? Shrapnel upon escape. And he walks over to one of the the guy with the wings and starts yelling at him in Draconic. Wings and burrowing and shrapnel. I think we're giving this guy ideas. So, Iacus, in in your your Draconic mind, library thingy, have you ever heard of elder dragons that maybe guide other Cobalt's dragons or whatever? Well, yeah, Maybe he thinks he's hearing gods of how to make other dragons. Uh, at which point he, he turns and like shouts off into the darkness. I know! But there's only so much space! See? Unless we use... And he just spins around very quickly. A larger frame. Why did I not think of this? He's talking to someone. He thinks he's talking to someone. Exactly. He could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He spins back around. He's still bonkers. But two limbs, four limbs, could be six. Why stop at six? Why not have a hundred? Because wouldn't they fall over each other? He stops and stares at you. That would be too many. There is such thing as too many. If they serve their purpose, there's no such thing as too many. But what purpose would they serve other than falling over each other? Why not have a million legs? Right. So you're talking like a millipede. Ah, insectile. Carapace. Exoskeleton. Very good. While he's talking, I want to, like, bash him over the head with non-lethal damage. (laughs) (laughs) I want to knock him out. Yep. So you... He needs a nap. You bonk him over the head. Um, All of... The uh, the kobolds, what are in the room, look very, very discomfortable. Uh, like, they just immediately start looking at each other. Even even wide eyes, his big eyes have gotten bigger. <laughs> uh, Does he go down? Yes. He, he just hits the floor. Um, at which point you start hearing this... Do I feel any other tremors? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Asuna, Asuna looks out. She starts seeing these red points in the darkness. And you start seeing these dark shadows. From behind or in All front? around. Ah, you, you, you are now in like a 20 by 20 square of light. And you start seeing figures of the dreaming darkness start just raising themselves up out of the, the shadows. I pick him up. <laughs> I grab his neck and say, if y'all come closer, y'all lose your master scientist. That's where we'll cut it for the night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn it. <laughs> so. Okay. To be fair, that lasted longer than... <laughs> it's like, oh, 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 we were all staring him like, what are you on, dude? <laughs> I have, he broke my healing potion. I was I was yeah. almost proud of you guys for like <laughs> half a second. Almost proud. <laughs> and then there's I'm gonna I'm gonna change that flowchart from Suna to Iacus. <laughs> Can I punch it? No. Can I punch it now? No. It's just a single I'm line. Still that's <laughs> just punch it. Nope. Anyway. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll cut it there for this episode. Uh, you guys 
Got to see a lot of sex this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, might get and, to see a lot more next episode. And, and Ayakas let us know how to handle the sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Got to get in there at the right angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you need one, just one hand to handle the sack. Sometimes you need two. That happens. And you got to go up under it sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you gotta you got to cut from below. <laughs> I'm going to kick you in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, all the usual stuff. Find us on uh, Patreon, the website. That'll be in the uh, in the show notes. Despite the last conversation, not on OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll have a, an a, an OnlyFans uh, that'll just be us cosplaying as weird dragon abominations. <laughs> People are into that shit. Yeah. Fruit, FruitStompingCowboy.com is a thing for a reason. Um, so that's all I've got for this episode. So. Uh, Thanks, guys. We'll see you all next time.